UnionPowerRadio.com. afternoon teamsters of local 804 and teamsters listening across the country today's sunday january 10th and we got a great show set up here for you today in our studio we have my co-host jamie holden what's up what's up what's up oh man don't sound so excited there jamie and then we have heck the fortis the big bad wolf from brush avenue all right so we're going to continue on here and talk about a couple things that are going around. Um, first thing, and uh, I hate to do this because, you know, it's like feeling like kind of starting on a on a somber note. But again, we have lost some members to our uh, to our union. Um, we want to speak about a union member by the name of Sal Carbone who lost his battle to cancer. Um, it was pretty sad. He was fighting for some time there, and uh, he's leaving behind a beautiful wife and some children. And we want to send our hearts, thoughts, and prayers to his family. And uh, if you're interested, please, you can donate. Um, there is a GoFundMe page that has been started by uh, um, Stephanie Matassa. And um, you can find the GoFundMe page on our Union Power Radio page. Um, they're doing pretty well right now. They want to reach a goal of 100000 And they're about up to halfway to that, a little more than half, at about 60-something thousand. So anything you can do to help out, uh, it's a, you know, the family can really use the help. I mean, especially one of the children is autistic. And um, they're really going through it right now without their without the basically the matriarch of that family the husband of the family so anything you can do would be appreciated we also lost a feeder driver from our feeder family he's a teamster local union 767 mr michael applin michael applin sadly uh you know uh passed away in uh texas uh he's from madisonville texas and um uh, I believe he's a feeder driver, and, and I believe it was an accident. I'm not yeah, sure, hundred percent. It was an accident. He's a feeder driver, and it, he had a. It was a very ser- serious accident, and apparently during the accident, he passed away. Also, 
out of the Melville building in uh, our local, Local 804. We also lost a member there. Um, uh, what was the... Do you have that member's name, Mr. Uh, no, you don't have that member's name. Hold on a second. We'll look it up real fast. We've we had a few of them today. Um, and uh, this member, I believe, was a part-time employee, or I don't know if he's a full-time inside worker from the Melville Building. I don't know if somebody's in our chat room that knows about the the individual in question that passed away uh, from the Melville Building. But it definitely affected a lot of members in our group. Uh, I know they posted about it a couple of weeks ago. It, it, you know, listen, with everything going on in the world today, uh, especially with this COVID out there, just, you know, you, you, it's just really hard. And, and families are going through a lot right now. And um, we just, from Union Power Radio here, we just want everybody to know that our hearts and thoughts and prayers are with all of you. And if you have any GoFundMe pages, if you have any way that you had, can do a donation or help the members out that are that their families are going through this reach out to us let us know message us you know we will do whatever it is that we can in our power to try to get the word out to get the donations out to try to get people to get involved and try to help out the families as much as we can um just trying to get the information on this last gentleman here uh, if anybody has anybody else that they want to talk about that that they know of, you can also uh, hit us in the chat room, or you could text us or message us on uh, again on well, our. I, I want to speak about. Um, we have a, a RPCD driver from the Marine Park Center. Yes. Forster Avenue, Giovanni Livia. Yes. His son recently passed away, and um. They have a GoFundMe page, Hope Mode Activated. That's how you can reach it on the GoFundMe. If you don't mind donating to, to that GoFundMe page. The brother name is Giovanni Livia, L-I-V-I-A, out of the Marine Park Center in Forster. His son passed away. Hold on a second. I want, to, I want to thank our brother Frank Whalen. The uh, member's name in the Melville building was Paul Ponticello. I believe that's how you pronounce it. Paul Ponticello. I don't know, Frank, if there's a GoFundMe page for him and his family. So if there is and you can put that up for us, brother, I would appreciate that greatly. And yes, uh, as Jamie just mentioned, uh, Giovanni's son, we had mentioned his GoFundMe page a couple of... Uh, Almost about a month ago, or maybe two months ago, we spoke about it. His son was battling um, at the time, and his son finally passed away. And um, the family, obviously, anybody losing a child would be very, very devastated. So those are all the losses that we took. If there's any more, you guys can let us know. Again, we're here to try to help out with the GoFundMe pages so that we can get the word out. And let as many people uh, know as we can about giving and, and trying to help out the families of these members. So we're going to take a quick moment of silence.
right, thank you all for that. And moving on to news. Okay, let's start off with the biggest news so far that we've had. And uh, this has got a lot of people, you know, uh, a lot of people understanding. We're having a little bit of technical difficulty. Okay, we're good. All right, so yes, the, the as I was saying, the IBT... Um, convention. The, and the convention from Las Vegas that was happening on June 21st through the 25th has been canceled due to the COVID pandemic. And now it's going to be online, streamed online. That is correct. So if anybody's interested, um, please try it. Now that it's not something that you have to go to Las Vegas to see, it's something that you definitely want to be a part of. So let it's me gonna just- It's gonna be on Zoom. Right, so- It's still gonna be the same format. You can move your mic to, back if you need it to. It's still gonna be the same format and, and yes. everything is still gonna be the same. So. so the International Union has canceled plans holding the IBT convention in Las Vegas on June 21st to the 25th due to the restrictions on large gatherings during the COVID pandemic. The convention will be held online during the same week. The substance of the IBT convention remains the same. It will be nominating convention and it will be constitutional convention where amendments to the IBT constitution will be voted on. That's right. Well, these are all important things. You guys have to understand when it comes to the nominations and especially the amendments of the con uh, of the IBT con Constitution, these are all huge things and things that we have to think about and look at and be aware of what's going on, especially now that it's not in Vegas. Now you guys can actually listen to it on Zoom and pay attention to what's happening and how it's affecting our union. The election supervisor will conduct the nominations sessions where candidates will be nominated for the general president, are, are general you sure secretary that we can treasurer. listen to it on Zoom? I thought they were only going to be sending it out to to specific people that were actually a yeah, part of that. Yeah, not everybody. Not everybody's going to uh, listen to it. Uh, it's going to be the delegates and the alternates, I right. guess. Uh, I guess they're going to run it the same way they do it all the time with uh, the delegates and the alternates are going to be on Zoom because if you imagine uh, yeah. a lot of people on Zoom, they'll crash the whole Zoom uh, thing. So. Well, let me tell. Well, you. But see if you all want to run for delegate or or against your uh, election, your yeah, e board, right? You have the right to do so. So it's on the Teamster Local Eight Hundred Four that or all the information that you need to do to uh, register and to run against the uh, the dele the the our delegates that are already going for our correct. executive board. That's correct. The election supervisor at the IBT will conduct the nomination sessions where candidates will be nominated for general president, general secretary, treasurer, and all 27 IBT officer positions. Constitutional amendments must be submitted at least 30 days in advance and are voted on by the delegates. An amendment will be introduced to eliminate the two-thirds rule, which is the big one, boys and girls. That was used to impose the UPS contract after it was rejected by 54% of the voters. Convention committees will meet in advance online, including the Constitution Committee and Resolution Committee. Approximately 1,700 elected delegates will be the voting participants. Most locals will hold nominations in January, February, and March, and elected by mail ballots sent out a month after nominations. Nearly, um, go ahead. A month before right nearly 1000 alternate delegates hold on a second 
Yeah, uh, well, you're not going to get the experience that, uh, right. that what certain you guys people, went through yeah, back then. in 2016 when uh, everybody just got up and got the hell out of that auditorium when they was announcing uh, Fred Zuckerman. So you're not, you're not going to get that reaction now because of the Zoom. So. <laughs> so nobody will experience that. That's actually a good thing. You know, who wants to see that? I'm, I I'm do. thinking it was going to be different this year. I mean, I know everybody thinks that it was going to be the same, but I felt like because of everything that's happened this year, it was going to be different. But maybe I'm wrong because I've never been there, so I wouldn't I wouldn't even, you know, I've never experienced it the first time. So uh, approximately 1700 elected delegates will be the voting participants. Most locals will hold nominations in January, February, and March. Uh uh, oh, here we go. Nearly a thousand alternate delegates will also be elected. For information on the convention process and delegate elections, contact uh, you guys can contact actually uh, TDU online or call three one three. Why? 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 Why are they contacting TDU? Well, because there's a lot of there's not a lot of ways to get this information, and TDU is actually trying to get the information out there. So if you can't get that information. And you want to try to find a way to get it, you can go through TDU or go through your local and yeah, see if your local would be willing to give you that information. So what do you mean why? So uh, just to leave off from the last show, the hostility. Okay. <laughs> it's getting <Because> back. <laughs> Hostile Hector. Here yeah, he comes. Here we go. <laughs> no, but uh, why is TDU involved in that? I just don't understand what TDU has to do with the elections of delegates. I guess they are a pathway for just for the information, if you need, if you have questions that you can't get answered, probably you can reach one of them or send them an email or something, and they'll give you try Hector, to see if they can get the answers. You to your know question. that there's a lack of information out there, and you know that. that TDU puts it out there. I got that, but, but why is it the IBT delegate uh, uh, elections has to do anything with TDU? Well, we do have members that are being helped to get it there by the TDU. The TDU is helping some of the members get there. Like Sean O'Brien is now apparently siding with TDU. He, yeah, he's not a member. He's not a member. And, and also Fred Zuckerman is not a member. Correct. But you do have some members that are members. Like, um, for example, Matthew Taby. Is he a member or no? I believe so. Okay. So then you have Matthew Taby. You also Vinny Perrone is not a member. Vinny Perrone is not a member. John Palmer is a huge supporter and uh, member of yes, TDU. Yes, he is. So we do have some members there, and uh, and as I said, Speaking TDU, of TDU is just helping the information get out there. Listen, the truth is, heck, that the IBT has never put this kind of information out there. They don't, honestly, I don't think they want people to know how the process works. So if anybody out there wants some information and wants to know how the process works, TDU is giving you a door to get in and see for yourself. Juan Campos is also a TDU member. I have a huge. I was once a TDU member. Not no more. Are you guys, any of you guys, TDU members here? I'm a TDU no. member. So anyway, talking about TDU. I, I don't know. I see. So I the see rumor TDU. has it. Okay. So the rumor has it. Uh, we were supposed to have uh, Lindsay, what's her name? Doherty. Uh, Doherty here on the show today. She's running for the West Coast uh, Western Vice President Region, whatever the fuck it is. Uh, so uh, she confirmed with the Union Power Radio, that she was going to come on the show before the holidays. And uh, I get a text that she wasn't available. And then I get another text because I send them the new dates, which was, you know, January 10th and then the following uh, show. And I get a text saying that she's going to pass 
on the show. She's going to pass not to come on the show. And then I get a call from the West Coast from someone that knows her and knows her. And the reason that she doesn't want to come on this show because she feels this show is a TDU show. It's a TDU. Oh, wow. We are involved with TDU. Let me get this something straight right now. Is she running on the ice slate? Yes, she is. And she refused to get on this show because of the fact that she feels that we are TDU, all of us. No. We're and not that, all TDU. And this, this, I am TDU. And, and this, that this show runs, TDU runs this show. So let me just get oh, this shit fucking straight. That is absolutely not the, the case. Let me, now I'm going to get the hostile in me. So you can call me what the fuck you want. And let me tell you something for the listeners. It's always going to be different opinions. It's going to be the, 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 the dickhead, which would be me. And the asshole. And then you're going to have the nice conservative uh, uh, Tony and, and Jamie. It, this is what a radio show is about, to agree to disagree. So right now I'm disagreeing on the fact that this fucking chick that has all these tattoos in the West Coast, that she runs a local 399. And, and if you look at her history of how she got into the system, you're going to be bugging out. But anyway, she's she's doing. I'm hearing she's doing a good good thing in 399, which is the Hollywood industry, film industry out there. That's all she does. She has she has no knowledge of UPS. She has no knowledge of car hall. She has no knowledge of anything else but the film industry, which is a good industry because Local 25 has a, that industry also. So it's good about that. But why would you not come if you're afraid to come to an internet show? An internet radio show to speak to the members to tell the members what you are planning to do in the odd slate what makes you think that why she should be recommended to be the vice president of the western region well okay i agree and disagree in a way first of all hector as you know mr hostile hector <laughs> even though you were not hostile and you said that very nicely um i don't feel she has to come on the show if she doesn't want to it's fine but I personally would like to hear from her, and I'm sure there are a lot of members. She's that a female, hear from her. and the, yes. and 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 the and the Teamster sisters want to right. hear from a the female a, perspective. And you wrote that, and I'm and I'm a hundred percent with that. I would love for her to change her mind and call our show, but I also want her to know that she doesn't have to. We understand that our show is not the end all be all, and but we're opening this platform to you. You don't have to accept if you don't want to. That's fine. But we are opening it up to you if you'd like to speak to the members. We and if you are listening, Lindsay, just the heads up, TDU is running your campaign. And you can't stand TDU. So I don't understand that. If TDU is running your campaign and you hate TDU and you think this radio show is TDU, then what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Go ahead. So, the nice guy I mean, comes on now. Listen, uh, again... You know, I, I don't know. I didn't hear it from the horse's mouth that she hates TDU. It's a possibility. Allegedly, she does. Um, I would like to hear from her. So, I mean, Lindsay, if this show, for whatever reason, you have heard the show of, you've heard of it. Um, we would like to hear from you just because we would like to know what your perspective is on and what you think you can do to help the IVT be better. Uh, we know that you have the position. They put you on the slate. We know you're a, 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 you've done a great job there in the Hollywood industry, and apparently you have you know have the people's trust in that department. But we, as members, this show again is a platform for you to be able to speak to them to as many as you can, so you can get your point across. If you don't want to, that's fine. Can can what is it? Kenwood. 
Kerwood. 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 Yeah, they are running the t- the 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 Oz Slate campaign. Don't tell me they aren't. They are. They are fully involved in the Oz campaign versus the websites, the the flyers, the everything. Everything TDU is not running it, but they are totally involved in that campaign. Totally involved in that. Well, campaign. they're involved, but they're not running the campaign. They are helping, okay, just like they did with Ron Carey back in the day, just like they've done and like they're doing now. But at the same time, they're not. They're not. You know, they're not. Oh, uh, can I can I get a word in? Um, what's it, what's the name? Lindsay. Well, this this is to Lindsay. It's not the only thing I'm. I have to say is if you're running for some type of office. And it pertains to us. This is your platform to get your word out. This is your platform to get people to hear what you have to say and to decide whether to vote for you or to vote for another party. And regardless to what you think it might be, you can come on here and you can actually maybe even convince the people that's doing the show and convince other people that who what type of person you are, that you are the person that we need in office. You know? Well, obvious, Sean O'Brien thinks we need her in office. He has another female from his local, I don't know her name, from Local 25, but he's got a couple of females, and you know he did not bring up Kim Schultz. Kim Schultz is not running with the eyes slate. So, you know, somebody has the uh, the, the thing on, because I'm hearing a feedback. But anyway, uh, Kerwood keeps saying that TDU is not running the campaign. I beg to differ on that, bro. I, 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 Not running, but I know they have a lot of percentage part of it of doing what they do. I mean, because they, they, they promote the shit out of, of Oz. Uh, and it, it, so what? So what if TDU is involved? I really don't give a shit if TDU is involved. If it gets the word out, it gets the word but I can almost tell you that it, I can I go I can tell you that TDU has a heavy involvement in this Oz campaign. Absolutely, and I agree. They did endorse this slate. They are not running the campaign, but they are doing everything they can to help them win. And there is nothing wrong with that. I'm a TDU member, and I can tell you that they are always trying to be uh, as as informative and as educational as they can for the membership and they are going to try to do what they think is best for the membership it always has been that way with tdu and honestly i don't see no other way to look at it i mean yeah if you're a member and you're on the tdu you want the best for this union period so you're going to do everything in your power to help that them people get elected and um, win um greg greg Kerwood wants to know who called you and I'm not gonna give up my my oh, okay. I'm not gonna give up uh, a name. I believe you put that on I never there. I never I never do oh, that. Oh, if I anyone's put if, a post if, about if they it. wanna I gave them the opportunity to call up the radio show and say no, they no, themselves. No. He's saying that who said anybody Someone from the West Coast. That's all he right, needs to know. But, but who like as our members going around, period, saying that this is a TDU show? No, no, no. Huh. That he heard huh. that the reason that Lindsay don't want to come on the show is because this is a TDU show. Well, uh, again, let's be completely clear and transparent with the membership. I am Anthony Rosario. I am a TDU member. I have been for the past, uh, I want to say, almost two years now. Uh, Jamie Haynes is not a TDU member, and neither is Hector. I am TDU. I do not run this show. 
I am just speaking on the show as a union member, and I am at a local 804 here in New York. And, um, you know, I will always speak on my opinions, but at the same time, we are here just to inform the membership. It is not run by TDU in any way whatsoever. I don't know. I like I like TDU. I mean, they give out good information. I I love the information, the texts or emails that I get. I, I get that is I correct, get quick, Greg. Quick I information. So. Definitely. Yeah, like but what's the what's the problem of her coming on this show? Well, there's no problem. It's it's her prerogative. We're offering her a platform. Listen, I really she don't give a shit. She doesn't need to come on the she show. Don't, she doesn't, she want doesn't to. need to come on the we're show. We're giving her the platform. But we're gonna make she it. She doesn't sh- want it. But listen, if she's afraid to come on an internet radio show. Maybe it has it's nothing not to even, do with It's fear. not even a, a, a crazy, uh, you know, we get 100,000 listeners. But we <laughs> get enough listeners so she could put her stuff out there. And that's the reason I invited her. Because a lot of people have negative things about her in the West Coast. I don't know nothing of her. All I know when I read her, uh, her, her profile that she started from the rank and file and moved her way up to wherever she is now. And she's doing a good job at it. And, you know, <laughs> applause to her. But we want to know, the members want to know, that the odd slate that uh, O'Brien is picking, that is not going to be the same non-transparent uh, slate that Hoffer and them are in there now. Right. So if you're going to, if if she wants to call, she could call. She don't have to, like I said. And another thing, Kerwood yes. is fucking pissing me off right really? now. Really, Greg? Yeah. Come on, Greg keeps it real. You did call her a chick. A lot of women don't like to be called chicks, Hector. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> bad on me. She is a strong, powerful female right. voice. We won't know that because she would never call here, so we won't know if she's that powerful. I mean, you know, from what we know of her history and where she's at now, mm-hmm. it's because of what she's. You done. want me to respect her and say she's like. The most powerful woman on I'm the slate. I'm not telling you that. That's not. That's not what we're saying here. All we're saying is she's elected to a position right now of power. She's being given a stronger position if she wins in this election. So obviously she must be doing something right to have all these people backing her. So I'm willing to give her the benefit of the doubt. I would definitely like to hear from her. And again. Listen, I know this show's not the end-all, be-all, but as we just offer the platform, if you don't want it, it is what it is. We offer the platform to any member. We also offer the platform. any member. Right. We also offer the platform for another heavy hitter of Hoffer, which is uh, Rick Hicks okay. out in the West Coast, and he also refused he to re- get on the show. Yeah. Did you so, get a response from him as to why? Yeah, I got a response from uh, Sean O'Brien's uh, campaign manager. Okay. You know, so... It is what it is. Okay, that's fine. Uh, I would like uh, everybody to know I did, from our last show, the situation we had, we did try to contact uh, Joint Council 3. I called up the office of Joint Council 3. I left a message, and I was waiting for them to get back to me. Was that the thing where somebody was... Steve Vierma, yes. I wanted them to know that somebody was either pretending to be him. We would like to know if it really was him. We don't think it was. Conway said, I have no verification that is true. Listen, Ken, this is a way I get information. I don't have to give my source house to any fucking body. I'm going to be straight up with your ass, all right? Because now you're getting fucking annoying on this chat. Anyway, your 401, your, your four, your, what is it, what he does? The 401k? The 401k? Yeah, 401k yeah, resource that's your, page. That's your best shit about it. You're only defending the fact that I'm, li- I'm giving you... Uh, 
that someone called me and told me that. I'm not saying it's true and I'm not saying it's a lie. It's that I got sources in the West Coast that call me and give me information from the West Coast. From the Mickey Mouse Herrera, from anybody from the West Coast I get information from. And that's all it is. It's, it's, it's rumor has it and that is it. I'm not saying it's true. I'm not saying it's fake. But the reason I can't say that, you know, she she's not coming on. this. But this is what is going around the West Coast. And that's what I get information from the West Coast. And that is it. I don't know if it's true. I don't give a fuck if it's true. I don't give a fuck if it's a lie. I don't give a fuck. I just telling you this is the call I got. And I'm letting you guys know this is why I think or possibility that she's not coming on the show because this thing's a TDU show. So fuck what you heard. <laughs> but you they moving what, along. Yeah, let's move along. <laughs> okay. So um speak about what about your um I see that you had put up a post about a Teamster United fundraiser, the yes, Super Bowl. That is correct. Super Bowl we are doing a Teamster United fundraiser. Um we're doing it in an old fashioned Super Bowl box way for Super Bowl fifty five. Um, we are getting, and this is just within our local. So the members outside of local, this isn't this isn't pertain to you. I don't know if you guys are doing the same in other buildings or in other locals around the country, but we put together a Super Bowl box. Um, there's a hundred boxes, and it's only twenty bucks a box. Um, we kept it light, you know, twenty bucks a box. Uh, the winning prize obviously gets a thousand bucks. And then How do you, you have, get a box? You have a. You basically go to your steward, whoever has the sheet. It could be a steward. It could be a business agent. Try to get in touch with your steward or business agent. Let them know that you would like to donate. You're and saying every steward and every center has. I don't think paper. every center, every steward, but I do know that there should be a sheet for every building. And when they fill up 100 boxes, there will be a second sheet going out to that building. I believe that's the way so it's being how, done. How do we find out who has the sheet so that way Again, we can all talk to your steward. Member. Talk to your steward. Your steward should have the information. If your steward doesn't have the information, then speak to your business agent. Okay. Either your steward or business agent will have that information. And you can just... Uh, any box is available or, or whichever box is available and then we move on to the next sheet once we fill up those hundred boxes proceeds will go to tdu no i'm only kidding <laughs> wow bro wow Who, who's who's able to donate to this, to this only teamster members that is it just teamsters anybody from our local or from a different local but they have to be teamsters the truth of the matter is this uh, Oz has is gonna win this election really i, I have you feel no, that confident uh, yes well, I, I know i know i'm, I'm, I'm telling i'm confident. telling you right now they're gonna win because there's nothing out there hector do you not, guarantee not to, not to be like that I we can't. had that like we, Listen, had, we felt the same they, way in a, in he has a group of guys that are good, like Campos, Vinny Perone, uh, uh, Matt Tavy, you know, those are the guys that I I feel that it, being in his late is, will boost his his John Palmer. John, Palmer. I'm going to disagree because we had we had that. Uh, well, You're, I felt that way when we had hostile? our local. Our, <laughs> he is getting a little hostile. Listen, there's <laughs> only one hostile guy in this. When room. we had our hostile local, Hector. one of our <laughs> local elections, I felt that. I'm going to say um, Tim, Tim Sylvester and their slate was, was going to win. But they lost. And I felt very strongly that they were going to win. Wait, wait, what are you talking about? When we had our local election, and I felt. Well, you the know, same way Tim, you Tim, felt, Tim was a has you know? been. And he's, wow. He's a has been, you know. He's he's well old. at the time. At the time, he wasn't. He, if you say a has been, at the time he was. I Listen, thought, they lost by seventy votes. Right, but but once again, I we felt all know strongly why. about it. Liam Russett. 
There you right. go. But I, I felt strong that he was going to win. And did you vote lost. for uh, Tim? Yes, I did too. Yes. I did too. Can I stand the guy? No, I can't. I made a mistake that year of bullet voting. I voted for Timmy, but I did not vote for the whole slate, and that was one of my hard learned lessons. As maybe far as bullet maybe voting those, goes, yeah, maybe one of those seventy votes were yours. You know, yeah, it got to them. Unfortunately, and uh, well, so a lot of people got fooled by these guys. Yeah. So you can't be. You and can't. these guys are trying to run again without Eddie again. Now coming up, coming up now. It's our election year now. So we're worried so about those guys. I'm they, not worried they about scavenging, those guys. They scavenging around the local to look for anyone and anyone our, to get our, on their slate. I just don't want board, people to feel strongly about something and, unless we vote. Our executive you know? board just recently paid out over 200, almost, I'm sorry, almost $200,000 in grievances. Okay. I personally spoke to members that they said they have never seen so much money in grievances being paid out to them. And, and I'm talking about personally, just members that have put in grievances and we're getting a thousand here, two thousand there. Members that were hit with a long standing nine, five grievances that were hit with about five or six grand. I mean, guys were getting big money and they've never seen that kind of money. And they are excited. They are excited that we have an executive board that's fighting hard to get grievances paid, fighting hard to get um, to get the information out to the members. Because this is all we want in the end. Well, we want I... an executive board that's going to be out there fighting for the membership. And come on, man! Every time you turn it off, I got to get the. Oh, I'm going. sorry. No, it's all right. Go ahead, Jamie. What were you? Well, say? I just I just want to give a shout out, a big shout out to the Forster Avenue and Forsterville crew, all the members, all the shop stewards, all the alternate shop stewards. I mean, everybody. Big shout out for y'all for doing, putting in all those grievances and doing some good work. And also a shout out to, I say, the baddest BA in the E-Board, Mr. Dave Centron and Mr. Luby for getting those grievances paid. The shout double Ds, the double Ds, and we don't mean boobies. All right. So I would like to give a special shout out to the whole local. Is people going to probably say, oh, they they getting these grievance paid because it's election years. Yeah, okay. This Dumbass. is going to be done regardless. Let, let me let me just straighten you guys out. Those grievances were put in in 2020, 2019. The company decided to sit down with us and we had a lot of things. We put a lot of things on panel. I mean, they are overwhelmed with the panel cases that we put in. It's, it's due to your grievances. Your grievances, we put it in, and they, they, they have no choice, but they have to either A, settle it, or B, go to arbitrate and lose anyway and pay penalty pays and all that other shit. So they decided for 2020 they was going to settle a lot of cases. I got a lot of cases taken out of, you know, from panel from my grievances. And the the crazy numbers I saw on those checks, and it was it was a big stack of checks. The crazy numbers, and and and, it, and it's to you guys, it's the grievers, it's the it's the members that grieve these supervisors working these nine five grievances, et cetera, et cetera. It's you guys, the e boy. Well, only, the only thing we do is process your grievances. It's the members that put in those grievances and work hard and get those son of a bitches from working and doing this. The members deserve the. Every, the pat in the back not us that's we right. just we just processing the paperwork that's right the fuck the members are the ones that do these grievances and that's why they got awarded with the company by paying these grievances absolutely 
And I want to give a special shout out, not just to the stewards of Forster Avenue and the members of Forster Avenue, but to the whole local. The whole local from Suffolk to Nassau to Queens to the Bronx to Manhattan to Brooklyn. I mean, the whole local is now, I feel, on the same page. And it seems to me that all the stewards... Uh, the majority of the stewards are working very hard, and the members. Yes, it starts with them. They're the ones that have to be a, that that are out there getting these grievances put in. The stewards are being wor- are working. They're doing their jobs. They're putting in that paperwork. The business agents, the executive board, doing their job, filing them to panel, getting them paid. I mean, it's a it's a it's like a, a chain reaction. And oh man, well, big now, shout out! We're talking almost two hundred thousand dollars in grievances throughout the whole local. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of wood. That's a lot of paperwork, and it's all due to the membership. And I'm hoping that the members that weren't involved, that at the time weren't doing the grievances because they feel like they weren't getting paid, now know that that's BS. Get down there. Get listen. Like like Vinny said, let's tighten up our chin straps. Let's be aware. They just paid out a lot of money. The company is not happy. I'm pretty sure this is that time of year. They want to follow guys. They want to start looking for reasons to to try to get you. Be smart. Work smart. Follow your methods. Follow the methods and procedures. Don't do stupid things out there that's going to get you to lose your job. Come to work on time. Come to work every day. And you have nothing to worry about. Do your job. Just do your job. You should have no fear of putting in grievances and continuing to put in grievances ever, ever, because we're here just to do our jobs. Service cross all your packages. If it's a cloak piece, put it in the cloak basket. And I also want to talk about uh, the past Saturdays when uh, they said they were laying off people. Right. (laughs) The shop stores out there. You have grievances to put. In. I'm, I'm my guys are putting in grievances on Saturday. Uh, anyone that was uh, scheduled to work on Saturday, that wasn't a holiday. That was a regular day, the 26th of, of December. They made it an air day, which they win totally against the contract. There's no such. We wasn't in that. That day is not an air day, so they can't, you know, go from the bottom up or whatever bullshit. Anybody that was scheduled on that Saturday, unless you made a side deal with the management to take off, all right? Now, anyone that was scheduled on Saturday, the shop stewards should grieve a guarantee eight hours if they didn't come to work that day. And also, the shop stewards should look at the recaps for that day because I heard uh, in, certain, in certain centers, they were paying them actual time. Bullshit. That's guaranteed eight hours, no matter fucking what. It's not a holiday. It's not a union holiday. It's not a uh, a major holiday. So that the, on the 26th and also on um, January 2nd, I believe. Let, let me ask you something, mm-hmm. Hector, because I, I noticed you just said that, and that's my, my biggest pet peeve. You're saying the shop stewards should be looking at the recap to make sure that Absolutely. they're paying. Every member their eight hours. What about the member looking at their own time card up and seeing that they're not getting paid eight hours, and then say something to the shop steward? Why does the shop steward have to do all? Because the everything? shop steward, the only easy thing to do is to get your recap. I have a shop steward that has right, recaps I, from years ago. I, I understand and that, he, but and my, he copy he, he keeps all the records of the. Sh- uh, uh, listen the. You can find all the information on there. Right, I, I understand. I understand what you mean as far as getting a recap. But my point is, why put that on the shop steward when that's the members' 
money or the member's time, shouldn't a member look at his, I'm sure they're looking at their time card and they see that they're getting paid for less than eight hours. Shouldn't they have, shouldn't they say something? I agree, but listen but, to me. A shop steward could find things, right? So let's say you one of those guys that is management boy. Right. So you're not gonna you're no, not gonna I, I disagree you, on what they paid you, but the shop steward is, I got and the shop now. steward is the master griever. Yeah. And if the shop steward sees that he got paid under eight hours with right. that recap, then he puts in the fucking grievance, even though you're not gonna like it because you made a deal with fucking manager. But fuck that, we're gonna get them for every penny right. it's worth. I understand worth. your point now. Good point. Good point, dude. Good point. Did that, because, shut, did that uh, shut you the fuck up? Oh yes, totally. <laughs> because because the thing is that you see it a lot, and you see it a lot coming from the same individuals. But I never. Then, but then you hear about it two months later. Uh, they didn't pay me eight hours two months ago. Like, come on. Because they went to Article Six and, and, and entered into a separate contract with management, and that's what guys. This is we are on. We are our own enemy. Okay, the shop stewards. They have the right to grieve wherever they feel they're violating the contract. They are the master griever. When I was a shop steward and I grieve stuff and the member used to call labor and says, I don't want that grievance. I don't know why he put it in. And labor used to call, well, he don't want it. I said, I don't give a fuck. I'm the master griever. I'm grieving it. Pay the motherfucker. If he don't want to take the money, then that's fine with me. I had a guy that ripped grievance checks in front of me and I got him a lot of money just because he wanted to be the management pet and that's why I say we are our worst enemy to ourselves when management sees that that uh, uh, a member don't want to grieve and the shop steward grieves yeah so what I get I, I'll, you can put a target on my back but I'm going to do it because if you violate the contract I'm going to enforce it totally I got you man we got a couple people here um Dave Carew says he got about 4500 last week. Yep. Getting paid. We got uh oh he also says uh Dave Carew says it's also a good idea to start talking to your 224s. Uh the 224s are seeing these this these all this money being paid and they are paying attention now. They a lot of the 224s are new. They don't understand the grievance procedure and and now that they're seeing how much money some of the RPCDs are making, they are definitely going to start paying attention. So as Dave Cruz says, start talking to the 224s. Show them the check. Show them the check, let them see it. Also, 224s are allowed the double time for the holidays when they worked. They're well, both. well, well, that's right. some, being that you being that you brought that up. Um Did I? It does say in the contract they, they all have, full-time employees. They are full-time employees. They have they have been, the company have been correcting their especially the one for what's that New Year's Eve or New Year's New Year's well, Eve whatever. There's nothing in the contract that says that they are they can't they're not allowed so some, to do that. So some of the some of the twenty two fours they're gonna see it on their pay on their time card. It's gonna say vouchers. That's the 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 correct they correcting. That's the extra amount that they that you were supposed to get paid for on New Year's and Eve. And by the now. way, any twenty two four listening, they are gonna start using the twenty two four like they're supposed to be using the twenty two fours with the inside outside. Oh, for real? Oh yeah. I got a call from uh, a manager that wanted hold on a second. I got a call. It's uh Danny Cross. Hello, Danny Cross. Is there, you are on Union oh. Power Radio, brother. How's it going? 
What's going on, guys? How you doing? I was just listening. I chimed. I heard you guys talking about the twenty-two force. Yes, Listen, sir. in the in the Nassau building, they were handing out live checks on Friday. Okay, for the twenty-two fours that worked on uh, New Year's New Year's Eve. Okay. So uh, nice. they got paid. I just wanted to let you guys know they were in, at least in the Nassau building. They were handing out live checks for the time. Yeah, that they deserved. And hopefully, I was hopefully going down it. the line. Mm-hmm. They'll also be also be eligible for the coffee because it pretty much looks like, um, you know, with the contract language, that uh, they are drivers in the classification. So they probably, you know, the company will put up a fight, but looks like they're probably going to be entitled to coffee too, correct? Oh, wow. Yeah, correct. well, Vinny's working on it now because he says oh, wow. they should have coffee also because they consider drivers also, yes. Combination driver. You're right. Yeah, but wow. I was just saying that uh, I had a call from a manager uh, stating that they're going to start using the 22-4s like they're supposed to be using them, like inside-outside. <laughs> so they asked I, me a question of, uh, can I start a 22-4 at 12 o'clock, do pickups, and then come in and do the local sort? And I said, as long as he gets eight hours, that's you, it. they could do it. So Now, let, let's, uh, I'll, ask you, I'll ask you guys a question. Ahead, as far as the twenty-two four language is concerned, um, say say you have a, a twenty-two four, and he starts say twelve o'clock, like Hector said, and he does, and then he comes and he works inside, but he works over eight and a half hours. He should still be entitled to coffee. That's where it gets a little murky, yes. at least in my mind. But you know, as long as he puts a, as long as he puts a day, some some sort of driving in. I don't see why he wouldn't be eligible for the coffee time as long as he does 8.5 hours. I agree with you. Absolutely, Danny, and you make a very good point. If he's a driver and has been on the road and then comes in to do his time, it shouldn't make a difference. That coffee should be entitled to him. All right, well, I just, uh, just wanted to let you know and wish you guys a happy new year. All right? Thank you, Danny. We appreciate your phone call as always, man. Always uh, a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you happy very much, new brother, year. for calling, and have a happy, happy new year. All right, later, guys. Well, hold on. Somebody got a question. Hey, Danny. Oh, we got a yeah. question for you, Danny. Hold on. I hate to put you on the spot, but how you like your BA? Scott and I work very well together. You know that, right? I mean, we work, we work very well together, regardless of politics aside. And you go, Hector, you know I'm a straight guy just uh, you like know, you. You know that? You know I'm your number and, one fan. You know that, right? And we don't, we don't put politics in front of the members. That's it. That's for another day. You know, when it comes to defending the contract and defending the members, that's what I'm there for. Got you it. You know man. what I'm saying? Great Thank job, you, Danny. Thank you, brother. Somebody wanted me to ask you that. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I don't. Don't worry about it. Listen, you put. Listen, I put. Listen, I answer truthfully. You know that. Mm-hmm. You know that about me. All right. You know, you're my boy. So, Oh, Danny Cross, now that we have yeah. you on the line and you've been with the company long enough and you've had coffee for all this time, a lot of members like us that have been with the company over 20 years always had coffee. We never lost it. This is a new thing for the newer members. Uh, being that you're a steward and that you're very knowledgeable, if you don't mind, I would like to hear from your mouth as a steward and our, uh, answer Mr. Greg Kerwood's question. What is coffee? Would you like to explain that for us, Mr. Cross? Coffee is a time bonus that you get after eight and a half hours of work, okay? It's it's money given to you by the company, 15 minutes, not to take a coffee break, which you are entitled to by law, okay? But the company rather pay you out from years past so that you could bring the pickups back to the building instead of taking a break out on the road. That's correct. That's very well said. Uh, Greg Kerwood, that's on uh, our supplement. Go ahead. Go ahead, Danny. And, 
And um, the one thing that I want to go over is uh, some of the RPCDs have now seen, um, some of them are on their time cards, some of them are not, but I had spoken to Scott, and we'll have to wait till thir- uh, till they get officially paid on Thursday to make sure they're all getting it. You can't put a grievance in until, you know, until you see an official paycheck. But um, there's no hanging out to get, you know, they, these are the things that we, they have to understand. And that's what we talk about. All the stewards should talk about. Be careful with this company right now. They Sometimes they can't discipline for telematics, but they can pick stuff up on telematics and all drivers and all of us are creatures of habit. And you got to be careful. If you're stopping somewhere every day, grabbing a sandwich and, and, and eating in your truck and not sorting or stuff like that, these are the things they'll... They're going forward because they can't get on the truck with you right now to give you a safety ride or a uh, OJS. So they're, they're going to have to look at telematics and then go out there and follow your own videotape. That so that's something correct. that they let them know. That is correct. They will be doing what they call a virtual OJS. Yeah, I want to talk about that 15-minute coffee break because I get it. You know, a lot of guys from 08 and better didn't get the coffee break like us. Right. So now that they're getting it, I'm getting calls like, oh, now I can take a break? No, you cannot take a break. <laughs> you are getting paid for 15 minutes after eight, every eight and a half hour, which is a weekly total of like 59 bucks. About 60 bucks, yeah, yes. Yeah, about 60 bucks. And but you cannot take a break and put it on your board and say, I took the 15 minutes, I don't want to get paid. No, that's not the way it works. All right. And that's in our supplement, uh, Local 25, uh, Greg Kerwood says... They get, uh, they have 20 minute paid break after 10 works the same way. Uh, So every supplement can be a little different depending where you're from. But Danny, man, thank you for explaining that. Uh, We appreciate you as always. Is there anything you'd like to say, Danny, before you go? No, that's it. I'm just chiming in. That's all I'm listening, watching the football games. All right. All right. Take care, brother. Always a pleasure. All right. right. Bye bye. All right, man. I love when a member Danny Cross, my boy. I love that when they just call up just to you know put out a little information and and it's always welcome. And speaking of that, and why am I like sounding like I'm an know. echo? I don't know. Is it? Do you have like a? Okay, all right, feels a little better now. I wanted to talk a little bit about how the members feel about this forty and seventy. And man, I should have left Danny on the line. I would have loved to have his opinion on this. Uh, there are members across the local that have made their 40 and 70, whether it be going on the road, helping a driver, whether it be doing clerk work, whether it be, you know, it, it's happening. There's a lot of members. There's a grievances that are being filed. I want to know from the members, and I don't know if it works the same in Greg's local or in other locals out there. The 40 and 70, I believe, should be the same in most in most uh, um, locals. Uh, is it? Am I wrong on that? Is it part of the na- uh, the... I believe it's part of the National Master Agreement, no? If you make your 40 and 70. Either way, um, I would like to know how you guys feel about it because you have members that feel that whether this man worked 40 or 70 or not, it doesn't deserve that particular position only because there are people waiting in line for that position and it should be bid out. Instead of the company just taking somebody, putting them to work at that particular classification for 40 days within a 70-day period, and then making it and then that person fighting now to get that particular full-time job when there are other members that are waiting for that job now for me that's kind of being stuck between a rock and a hard place because the member made the 40 and 70 the member deserves to have that job but then what do you do now you're kind of screwing over the other members that actually want that job and are waiting for that job now i find myself 
I, to me, this is like a huge dilemma, and I wanted to know how the members feel about this. Do the members feel, one, do you feel that you did your 40 and 70 no matter what you are, you deserve that spot and grab it and do what you got to do? Or are you one of those members that feel, you know what, that's not fair. That's not fair. I've been doing this job for 25 years. That guy did it for 10 minutes, and he's got the right now to get that job over me. Anyway, for anybody that has any insight on this or how to handle well, it. I have a little bit of inside of the 4070. Okay. So the 4070 is what you make if you out of classification and you're in a, a different, so, if you're a car washer for the 40 days that you, you're senor, to. How to make senor. So you make, you make that position a available position now. The way uh, some, some of them are accidental 4070, and we have a couple of guys that accidentally became a clerk with three years on the job. That 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 is a problem right there. I have a problem with that. I mean, I, I don't have a problem with the fact that he did the forty seventy. I got it, but since he created that position as a clerk, it should go to a seniority driver seniority. that's been waiting. Right. But you know, some people, you know, they want to argue the difference and say, "I earned it. I deserve it. Three years on the job, you don't deserve a clerk job." A 25-year vet or 20-something or 30-year guy that wants to get off the truck should be appointed that position. But so because shouldn't they be even if if, if that it was goes me, to the top seniority? If it was that particular listen, person if, get another if, full-time job? If it job was then? me, if it was me, I'm a three-year guy in in on on and I did my 4070 as a good union brother, as a good union person, and. Uh, Rosario was waiting for that position and he has 25 years on I would tell them listen I know I made the 4070 by accidental but he deserves that job because he's got 25 years and but I you're going to give that person an, another full-time position am I right no because you're, that he did the 47 because they needed a full-time clerk job yeah he right, made but, it but by accidental saying, right but what I'm saying is if a part-timer does the 40 and 70 on a full-time position you're saying that they should yes. give it to the top seniority driver, no. or top Listen, seniority individual. But what right, happens to that right, part-time right, that made Rightly it? so. The guy that did the 47 deserves that position, right? right? If he had 20... I, I, that's that's me talking. That's not... That's that's the book. That's the contract. Right. If he made his 40 and right. 70, it's, it's his job. Correct. But as a person with me, being a Teamster brother, I don't think I deserve being in that position for three years when someone was waiting for 25 years to get off the truck to take that position. So I will offer that position. Listen, it's a, you created another position as a clerk, then give it to the seniority guy. Heck, that's you, my... You say I, that now because you're a, almost a 15-year veteran already. No, Think about I, it this way. You're no. a three-year kid. You you're know, making $15 an hour. Got you're going to take a position now that's offering you almost 40 Is it right? It's not right, but a kid doing $15 an hour is not going to say it. no. I but understand my, that. But my but thing that's, is... That's the way I would do it. Right. You but, know? You 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 worked all those years to get to where you're at, right? Okay, right. And I'm starting from the time. bottom, and I got to work my way to those years. Absolutely. And I feel is right for me. This is my opinion only, guys. Right, right. My opinion only, and it's I, the way I am. Opinion. The way I am is and just the honesty is the best policy. And I feel if I made that accidental uh, position, I would turn it down just to give it to the guy with 25 years. 
But that's not the way it works. But let me, can, let would me, you let me, still feel the same way if you weren't you now and you were two, three years on the job and yes. you had $15 an hour? Yes. You would feel that way? I would feel that way. You can go back in time and actually think I would about do, who that person I was would, back listen, then. Listen, I would, believe me, I did a lot of things that uh, as, as, a, as a teamster that I and, the, and my, all the guys that I work around with, um, I gave up a lot. I, I worked, a, you know, a lot because some senior wanted off because they were the seniority and I volunteered and then whatever the case may right, be. Right, right. But I, I did it because it's only right. I'm a guy starting up in the company. I got to move. I got to I got to pay, pay my dues. Just make like you guys. Bones. Exactly. And that's yep. the way I feel with this company that you got to, you know, and everybody always say saying, oh, this job is, is crazy. I'm getting the, the, the worst route. Dude, everybody went through it. Everybody went through the worst route, and then as you progress, you get into the better route. And that's how it worked back then with me, because I had the I got the worst route of the center. I mean, nobody wanted that route because it was like the worst walk up route of the center. And I started in there. I did that route for eight years, and I and once my seniority went up, I went. I, I started going to the process to little routes, better, 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 until I got a a. A class route that I, that I have to walk up the, but I did I did my thing, and every driver went through that. So I feel that if a guy that has three years on the job, and he accidentally gets into that position, I think you know, to me, I would have forfeited and gave it to the but, guy that deserves it. But how does it how does it become a accidental? And isn't there somebody or it becomes people an that police it, it to whereas well management if they see, some, if they see someone. The members, have to, the members have to speak up, Jamie. The members that right. see it happening right off the back need to but, speak but, up. But what I'm saying is how can they just get somebody, let's say a preloader, right. and just put him in the clerk position and he's doing the clerk job. That's it. How can that happen? Shouldn't an e-board or a shop steward or somebody know that that's happening? Shouldn't it be well, run by them? Well, no, it's difficult because the supervisor's doing it on a whim. Whoever the supervisor is, whether he's new or whether he's out Come to, on. People, this people is how it that. goes down. This is how it goes down. So the supervisor... Oh, you know what? Let me take you to a situation that happened in our building a couple years back. So we had that uh, that DM. I forget his name. He got canned now, so I can mention his name. Um, uh, John Reinwald. You guys remember John Reinwald? I remember that. Well, yeah. whatever. He lost his job, but that's a, another another story. This man, because he came from a building that wasn't a sat that was, uh, you know, they consider some buildings satellite building, non hub hub buildings. There's different rules. So in some buildings, obviously the preloaders can uh, uh, can get into the clerk position, and there are other buildings that you can't. Our building was one of those where those positions went to the full time employees. Um, so during this man's time there, because he came from one of the other uh, hub buildings, what had happened was. He let a couple of part-timers, they put up a couple of bid lists, and these part-timers, you know, went and got the job. It made a lot of people, uh, uh, it frustrated a lot of drivers who were so waiting the, for those positions. So the e-board knew about that. Well, at that time, because that e-board knew about up it. A, they put up a bid list. Yeah. Well, we, see, this is the tricky part. It was happening between a transition of e-boards. So Tim Sylvester's e-board was on the trail to fight against it, and they lost the election, and then my, uh, Danny uh, Vigalta's slate, the strong slate, ended up winning, and they took on that responsibility to continue that fight. During Eddie Vigalta's time there, they ended up making that forty and seventy. Those particular employees. So, so, you know, so, so my 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 thing is okay. That happened. 
So now, within our, when our next contract come up, shouldn't we put something in place in the contract in our local supplement so that doesn't happen? Well, because I, I think why the trick to why stopping why that why is not changing the contract. A, Jamie, no, not changing the members to make changing. sure that when they see it, they stop it on the dime. Not changing. Putting something in there to whereas if somebody came up, because it seems like we're only saying that because it's clerk positions, janitor, porters, right. certain positions. But if a part-timer came up and accidentally make book as a driver, we're not going to tell that part-timer to give up that driver position because this person been waiting to become a driver. It's only certain positions. So shouldn't we put something in our local supplements to whereas if something like that happens, that part-timer doesn't go back to being part-time after you don't make book as a full-timer. Well, that's what the, the, the company thinks they smart, they outsmart the whole contract. So they... they, they so these helpers that they had for the pandemic, remember all right. these helpers? It was before peak time. Right. So they felt they were going to work these helpers and get away with it. But no, we we put a stop to that because guess what? A lot of helpers made 40, 70 during before the peak season started. And we grieved it. And they, guess what? We have now a bunch of uh, helpers that became full-time helpers. I have a problem with so, that also. All right, so that's what I was going to say. I so have what a about that? Because you had people right. that wanted to be helpful. Exactly. So shouldn't... Exactly. But the contract states that if they did the 40, 70 accidental, they, that's what they positioned. And we fought so, for the fact that... You know what I don't like about it? Even though this is an outside person that just got on to be a helper because of the pandemic. So, the, the so, that, so that's why I'm saying... It so the inside guys... In the, it should be something... In our local supplement, to whereas if someone does something in that in that situation accidentally, whatever, if they made a forty out of seventy and they weren't aligned to be and into that forty or seventy, totally agree. It should go to another seniority that wanted it. I will, and they should be given another full time position, such as a driver or something, to where they can work their way up. They shouldn't just automatically go back to part-time or automatically not I, have a I, job. I, I, I agree and disagree with the fact that those guys that made full-time helpers should be that's a a you're creating a position right so that position shouldn't be given to those guys from the outside right. it should be given to those guys in the inside the part-timers are already there waiting for full-time i think if those cre those positions were created that they should lay off those guys and bring the part-timers into those positions that's my feel of it i but i don't it, think they should be laid off i think they should still be given another full-time or offered another full-time that's why you have to get it in the I mean, my belief you need to put something in the supplement so that way if they may book as a full-time in whatever position and they were in as people say entitled to that particular position they should be given some another full-time job and that job should be going to another top seniority job they shouldn't automatically just not have a job or go back to part-time no, they did. They did what they did, and however they did it, they did it. They should still have that top salary as a full timer. I, 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 well, I don't you, it needs to be something. It needs yes, to be I something am. in the. Okay. It needs to be something in the supplement. And I fought hard for it. That. And believe it or not, because of the last executive board, I won a bid and had to wait almost six months to get it. So yes. Okay. So you looking at 
the, the thing you went through mm -hmm. and seeing a guy that's three years on the job already has that position. Uh, how how made more you time. feel? I saw guys with 12, 13, 14 years get it, but yes. There's a guy with three years Both, as a clerk About job. five people got in before me that, that all of them had way less time. And we're not talking about a few years here. We're talking about... So how that made you feel? that uh, you? I was frustrated. And you know what? We tried what we could to fight it. Timmy was working on it. Then when the new executive board had taken over, which was the strong slate, I went to Eddie Vigalta. I spoke to Danny Montalvo. Both of them, I remember Danny Montalvo saying they're all going back. Not one of them. They're all going back. And I was like, all right, that's what I wanted to hear. Thank you, Danny. And sure enough, they all made book. And then I couldn't find any of them anymore. And then they tried to blame the old executive board for it when I had known for a fact that those guys made it under the new executive board. And from my understanding, Tim Sylvester had the paperwork necessary and brought it forth to them, and they didn't take it. If I'm wrong, Danny Montavo and anybody else that's listening, you're more than welcome to call the show and let us know what happened. Because I would love to know. That's all over, said, and done with. Those people are clerks. Well, well And those five positions were taken, unfortunately. And it is what it is. I work with them as union brothers and sisters now. It did create some division. When I came in as a steward, I could see the division amongst the clerks from the clerks that got in that way and the clerks that had gotten the job the right way. I tried my best to fix it. I'm still working on it because there is still some animosity there. But, you know, well, it created a we're problem. Gonna, we're going to come up with a proposal and we're going to have... For the next contract, we, we're going to put that in the supplement. We're going to get that in the supplement. Well, I so want to hear way, what some of the members so have to say So that way nobody is losing their job. To, uh, a part-time is not going back to part-time. Uh, and an outside is not going back to the outside. They, no, you're our union brother now. You're going to be offered another position, a driver, or whatever. Right. But you're not just going to give up everything and just go back to normal. No. So Greg Kerwood here says, do you not have a bid where the senior guy can bid the new job and the new seniority member can bid another job? Uh, no, we don't. It would be, it would kind of just, like Hector was saying, it would be one of those accidentals or, you know, uh, or, or the company or the kid making a deal just trying to get through and and the, the the job is obviously there's no bid at the time because nobody has won the position they're getting it through means that they shouldn't have frank whalen should be in seniority they shouldn't have had the opportunity oh god that's funny sounds like one of the chipmunks should be in seniority they should have had the opportunity to make your 40 and 70 in that classification make uh frank if you can clarify that i don't how, know if that how, came out how come right they don't accidentally make it as a driver as an rpcd joe that Dora. never happens Co can i hear from the members no, if you don't mind jamie I'm, 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 uh, the show is for the members <laughs> not for you thank you i would give the job up for a more seniority guy joe doherty very good uh you know that's what hector was saying i just don't know and i know joe that you're a young guy you got two years on the job so i respect that um th but th you got to think about it this way joe a young member who's got only two years on the job but not a driver like you let's say a 15 hour uh, a 15 dollar an hour kid who's basically a millennial are they going to do the same are they going to give up that position to an older guy even though they got it accidentally i don't think so not these kids today uh, I don't see how the burden should fall on the member. Greg, I don't see how the burden should fall on the member either. Um, but wait, when he says member, yes, you know, these guys that are making the 4070 as helpers, they're not members yet until they make the 4070. Right, correct. So what do you mean by falling on the member? I think he's speaking. We have members that have been waiting for full time positions for the longest in pre -low. 
you know, everybody says these part and they don't think about the part time. I, I think about the part time because is you know the they they need to grow in this company. Yeah. And for the company to slap us in the fucking face with with all these helpers and then we got to slap them back by saying, "Hey, you made these guys 40-70." They should give that position to the preloaders that's been waiting for years. I, I, I that's my opinion. And you you know you're right. The kid the, there's a lot of kids that have been waiting for those positions and they don't have a lot of full-time helper positions. They only have about 3 or 4 in each center in our building, if that. Uh, Joe Doherty, to get something, you have to give something. What are we going to give up to get something that happens by chance? Ooh, good question, Joe. Wow, I like that. I like how you're thinking. Greg, what is the new Facebook page that you started? Oh, Greg wants to talk about, okay. Uh, Greg started a new Facebook bro, uh, book page, and it's actually a really good page, uh, guys. Not to get off topic real quick, we're going to go right back. But it's UPS Teamsters 2023 Contract Proposals Group. You are getting off topic. I know, but real quick, it's just for a contract proposal. It's not your show. There's, there's a contract. It is a show. It's your show. <laughs> it's a I'm show the, for the members. I'm He's a member. bitch in the back. Background. <laughs> <laughs> it's everyone's show. This is a member show. Greg has started a page for contract proposals on the group. So we all know there's a contract. Uh, our contract is coming to a close soon. I believe we have, what, a year left on this contract, uh, Hector? About a year, right? A year and a half? 2023. All right. So in 2023, this contract is up. So uh, Greg Kerwood created a page, and he's got a couple of people there helping him out with it. I'm not sure who. But um, you go to UPS Teamster 2023 Contract Proposals Group, and I believe what they're talking. I haven't checked the page yet. I, I believe I'm a part of it now. Um, just go on the page and bring out proposals and things that you'd like to change within your supplement, which in the National Master Agreement, stuff that you know that we need to get done in our contract. It's Remember, you got to get the article and add the article to what you're speaking about. Right, correct. At least do that. Make it a little simpler for everybody to understand by putting your article in and why you would like that particular wording changed. We all know that the contract has to do with language. Language is the most important thing. And sometimes the way things are written, they're not as clear and it can be pulled to one side or pulled to the other side. So we want clear language. Uh, Joe Doherty, great page. Thank you, Greg, for that. I'm with Mr. Haynes. Greg Kerwood is with Mr. Haynes on you. And basically, he's with you, Jamie, and he's trying to say that he agrees with you on that full-time position I, I know, should I be know. filled. Okay. He should agree with me. He should. Oh, boy. Yeah, shut oh, up, you. Agree with me. Not so strong anymore. Ooh, somebody's got a new name. Not so strong anymore. We put a six-to-one grievance to help these folks out. Okay. All right, uh, not so strong anymore. If you can, let us know what local you're from. Uh, you don't have to tell us your name. Obviously, you want to remain anonymous. Uh, but if you could at least put us uh, what local you're, if you're from our local 804, or you're from a local out of the country, we would like to know. Uh, he must have just wrote that. Uh, so he took it and ran. That's Dave Carew. Yes, uh, we're talking about Danny Montalvo back in the day speaking about the contract negotiations where they were going to take it and they were going to run with it. Uh, uh, I got some announcements. Greg Kerr with Hostile Anthony. Really, Greg? Do I sound hostile to you? Huh? Are you talking to me, punk? <laughs> just messing with you, Greg. Hey, come on. I got some announcements, man. No, we got to finish up here. We just got to finish up a couple here. F fellas, I put in a grievance for the entire local concerning the helpers that may book because those jobs should have been offered to the preloaders. Uh, on a 6 to 1 ratio I'm getting a call from Mr. Antoine Andrews Mr. Antoine Andrews if you're going to call the line please call 347-403-0705 and we will put you through uh, again, Antoine Andrews, if you're listening, 347-403-0705 we would love to hear from you brother Andrews 
so uh here we go uh so that are not so not so strong anymore i love that name puts up he offered the preloaders a six to one ratio okay got that happy new year's good people richard hooker jr what's going on my brother happy new year's to you greg kerwood so you don't have a regular bid where all the jobs are bid we do jobs are bid according to necessity or when a job goes up for bid it's because there's a job that's available but we're talking about instances where the job was was not made available by the company and the union didn't know about it and that particular member made it in uh andron andrews on the line no no okay uh Cobra. Uh, the number here is 347-403-0705. Yes. This number is not going anywhere. It's been the same number for the past 67. Or oh, by the way, you guys have 67 episodes that we have done since you since I got off the air. Since you got off the air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Since you guys forced for me the, back into the, the air. For a few months and then Let, we had why, a, why every are, time I try to get out, they keep pulling me yeah, out. Yeah, because this, this son of a bitch right here, <laughs> Jamie, decides to come whenever he wants. Well, oh my god. Okay, man. so we had a full time clerk Why job. Why are you so mean towards me? Hold on, not hold on. This guy. Hostile Hector, leave him alone. <laughs> you should not have been put in that position, in that classification, to make your 40 and 70 when you don't have the time and to get the position. And Frank Whalen, you're absolutely right, but it happens. Okay, Antoine Andrews, shop steward calling in. Our local 804 brother. What's up, brother Andrews? Talk to us. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? How's everybody doing? We're hanging uh, in there. How's your new up, year? Good? Antoine? It's going great. What's up, Jamie? What's up? Hector's there, too? Yes, sir. Uh, good afternoon to all. I was just calling in just to wish everybody in Local 804 a happy and uh, healthy, prosperous new year. And I'm looking forward to great things happening within this local this year. Nice, nice. Great. Thank you, Antoine. Does that Antoine. mean you're running? <laughs> Who's, who, who asked that question? Who do you Hector? think? Of course. You know, every time you're on the show, he asks the, you that question. The magical question. You know, listen, there's always a possibilities of things happening. But, you know, as we speak, you know, hey, you never know. Okay. Okay. One uh, never knows. One I never mean, knows. Listen, at, at the end of the day, I want to do what's best for the local, for the betterment of Local 804. I'm not just going to dive into anything. If the opportunity presents itself, you know, brother, Father Andrews, not brother Andrews. Father, Father Andrews. Andrews. always there. <laughs> Father Andrews, got you. All, All right. right. So, uh, Mr. Andrews, um, so a uh, question, since you are saying that there is always a possibility, um, right now, the direction that this local is going in, um, all the grievances that are being paid, the work that this executive board is putting in, do you feel that there's a possible group out there that you would join with that would run against them? Um, if there's a possible group out there, as of now, I know none. Um, and I commend, um, you know, the, you know, Dave Centron and the rest of the members of the uh, executive board for getting the grievances paid. Uh, the members do appreciate it. The members are stepping up and doing their due diligence in, in regards to, um, you know, making a company pay, you okay. know, for all the violations. So that I have, I have seen that dramatic change, especially in my center and Marine Park and, you know, Force Avenue overall, you know, brothers and sisters are stepping up because they're tired of the violations. Right. Um, so, you know, listen, I know of no group that um at this point you know that has asked me to run with them you know like i said there's always a possibility 
One never knows. Hey, um, well, I guess I got to call you Father Antoine. Father um, Andrews. Father Andrews. Oh, Get father, it right, Jamie. Sorry, Father Andrews. Um, <laughs> f forget all uh, the other e-boards or anything. This is mainly about Forster Avenue and Forsterville being that we're one building. How do you feel? What, you don't want Mark Johnson back? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'll let Antoine. <laughs> Come on, man. I he was always at your building taking care of your no, building. No, and I'm going to curse right now. Fuck no. What do you mean? Fuck no. He I, always, he looked out for Foster. Foster was the number one building when Mark Johnson was there. You mean the number one grievance hire? Do you mean make a deal Mark Johnson? How do you feel the um how uh, how do you feel about the morale of Forster and Forsterville now, being that we have a new being that we have a new Ebor and we have new some new shop stewards. How do you feel the morale has has it changed? Is it the same or is it getting better? What do you think? I, I would say that it's getting better. We have some ways to go, but we did come really far. So. I do commend, you know, everyone. Command yourself. Command yourself. Command you yourself, Mr. And, Andrews. You. And the shop stores in Forster are doing a hell of a fucking job. Yeah, buddy. Thank, yeah. Th thank you for the I recognition. Must, must we're agree. doing it together, brother. That's right. Um, you know, a, a lot of members are still afraid. There are members who were afraid, who are no longer afraid uh, to step up, to speak out, to put the pen to the paper so that... I would say we came a long way, and I, I'm proud of the change that has taken place so far. The, the only the only thing I'm going to say, as far as with Forster and Forsterville, I I know that the um the main shop stewards, I, I believe that y'all get together and y'all communicate. What about having like a meeting for just the Forster and Forsterville shop stewards, all the shop stewards, and the alternates together so we can all be on the same page we can all have a like if we have questions we can ask it and see see what's going <laughs> well brother brother <laughs> father yeah, andrews just so you know father <laughs> andrews knows that we're working on it me andrews so eugene you go. so we that, are so already that, working so on that it. way we are going to start we don't a coalition have to just shoot the questions through the even though it's good through the through the regular shops to it because y'all y'all have so much to do you understand what I mean so I just right. think we sh we should have a meeting that's that's all yeah, that, that's that's a great question and, and, and we are and, we are working on that uh -huh. the last couple of weeks we we were talking about that and um our Zoom, our Zoom, is Zoom um right. account going and we're gonna have a meeting it's just a matter of right. setting up a date and then after well, that maintaining right. that momentum because we want. The part-time stewards like uh, Sister Esther Curry, who recently um, became a shop, the lead shop steward. We want her. Mark Cedeno. Mark Cedeno. So we want to be all in the same loop. And, you know, and, because and can I say we, something else? And we... <laughs> and we need to get... We need to formulate some pattern on the grievances. Where we're... Even though... We're writing this like we have the same grievances for the same situations. Not one center has one, another center has one. We have the same, some type of format. And basically, everybody on the same book, same right. page. The we want to get page, the grievances right. done together so that there's no way they can beat us on them. Yes, we are working on that as well, Jamie. We are thinking of creating a type of coalition, a, a type of grievance task force. Isn't that correct, Mr. Brother Andrews? 
Uh, absolutely. You know what? I really want to give a, a huge shout out to uh, Marine Park alternate shop steward Emil. He he does a phenomenal job with these grievances. Absolutely. Emil Ibaganov is a great alternate shop steward. He does a lot of the paperwork. Big shout out to him. He just had a birthday. Big shout out to you. Happy birthday. And Brother Antoine's, I want to uh, give you our condolences. We heard that your one of your alternates, uh, his son had passed away. The one who was uh, uh, we were putting together that you guys were putting together the GoFundMe page, and we're very sorry to hear that news, sir. My son, what my no 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 Braswell's alternate. I'm sorry, Giovanni, Giovanni. Oh oh my God, really? When did this happen? That was a that was a little while ago. Now we spoke about it a couple of shows ago. His son had passed away. Remember they had that the. They had a post on, on um in the Facebook page, Hulk the Hulk activated. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. I was aware of that, but yeah. I, I wasn't aware that he passed away. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I want to express my deepest condolence to um to our brother and his family. You know, I'm asking everybody within the local to keep them in our thoughts and prayers. That's terrible, brother. Yeah, Thank you for giving me that news. Yeah, man. Um, it was pretty tough. All right, brother Antoine. Is there anything you want to say before you go, sir? Well, I, I want to um, give it a shout out, another shout out to my alternate shop steward, Hugo Pago, and all the shop stewards out there in Local 804. God bless everyone. Have a phenomenal year, and I'll see you when I see you. All right. Thank you very much, Brother Andrews, for calling in, and you have a happy new year, sir. Sh shout out from Forsterville. From Dave Cockrell says Jamie Holland so, is the number one shop steward at Forster. So you <laughs> <laughs> nice one, yeah. Mr. Cockrell. So after listening to uh, Antoine, did you feel like he's good? That's a yes that he is going to run. <laughs> I feel that he knows that if there's a possibility and there's someone out there that I I I mean I don't know. I uh, I have a tremendous respect. I just for hope Antoine. he don't just wind up with the with those guys like Murphy. I don't think and, he's. Um, I don't think he, because he's better than that. Yes, he, I don't think he, he would he do that to himself. That, you know, I think he knows. If it was up to me, he'll be with me. You know, right, right. If I, if I was the 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 president of the, <laughs> but uh, if if he's gonna run with those deadbeat uh, Murphy and Montavo and Medina, that's he's he's messing up his talent. I mean, and so it is what it is. So. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Jamie has false information. That young man did not pass away. And Jamie, come wow. on, man. You can't, you can't, you can't do that to us, wow. bro. Serious? Well, the kid is battling cancer, but he's not gone. So please, Giovanni, we, we, we apologize. apologize. Oh my I God. feel like that, that's that, horrible, that Charlie dude. Angels. Remember that Charlie Angels on uh, oh God, TMC? I cannot even believe we. That's come on, Jamie. You're killing me, man. Yeah, listen. Okay, listen. it happens. It happens. All right, it TLC. Happens. Remember the, the, yes, the, yes. The, the Charlie Angel girl that they call her boyfriend and said that she she passed away, and then mm. they called him back and said she wasn't. Yeah, it was away. a hoax. It was a hoax. Yeah. So what? You know, so it happens. Listen, it happens. At the end happen. of the day, the kids, the kids GoFundMe page is still up. The you corrected is, it. That's the that's the most important right. part. The kid is battling cancer. I'm sorry, Antoine Andrews. I, I could tell it in his voice. He was really saddened to hear the news. Uh, I'm sorry. The kid is still alive. The kid is still battling cancer, and um, the GoFundMe page is still available for him. Do you have the information on that GoFundMe page, by the way? Yeah. Yeah, put that up there so we can get <laughs> Is it the real fucker? My God, that a, I feel horrible it, right now. <laughs> I really do. Relax. It happens, <laughs> man. Feel so it's Jamie. He just he's yeah. back from uh, vacation. Yeah, man. Re read it next time, Jamie. 
before you go on the air. <laughs> All right, so um, uh, let's see what topics. We were still talking about the 40 and 70. Did anybody put any other information up? Let me see real quick. Uh, Jamie make it a leg day. Did Jamie did, did Jamie do his 40 and 70? Did he make book on the show yet? I don't know. It's still in question, according to Hector. <laughs> he's, he's uh oh man. Uh, Walt, Frank Whalen. If you need help in classification and help is justified, you do a cover bid for that classification in seniority order. No issue there. Very good, Frank. Uh oh, our. RB804, whoever RB804 says he wants some EMS merchandise. There is Experience Matters merchandise available. Wait up, I heard something with my name a couple of minutes ago. I, I wasn't paying attention. They well, want to know if you make book on the show. I don't think you were paying attention at all. Oh, some, somebody said something about... Did you make book on the show? I think Cockrell said something. He said something, but it was like... Cock you know. Cockrell who? Cockrell. Well, Cockwell. Cockrell. Cockwell. Okay. Yes. The shop steward. Shop steward. He listening? Yes, he listens every week. Right, my man, he's cool. He's a cool. He guy. was on our show the in my yard when we did it in my oh, yard okay. a couple of weeks back, and we had all the okay. Forster Avenue stewards. He's actually Jamie's chief steward, giving Jamie a shout out. But seriously, all the stewards deserve Forster and Forster at Phil, uh, shop stewards have been doing a great job. But not just them. Every steward. I mean, you got Ricky Kylie, you got Dave Carew, you got all these alternates and stewards. You got Chris Connolly. You got um. You got the part-time I like Dave Peru. Dave, you got Danny Cross who called up her show a little bit, uh, a little further uh -oh. back. You got Antoine is calling back. Uh oh, to fucking <laughs> curse out Jamie. <laughs> curse him out. There you go. Curse him out, Mr. Father Andrews. It. I hope you didn't call like Giovanni and say sorry. I, no, 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 no. I misread I the just, post. That was my fault. No, it's it's all good. I just got off the phone with Braswell because I said, "Why didn't you tell me that?" But he said he didn't know that. So. Um, now that we have that understanding, it's, it's a mistake. <laughs> it is a mistake. <laughs> well, I want to encourage everyone. I know there's a GoFundMe that is correct. out there. Yes. So, uh, do you we have the information? We will everybody yes. to contribute. Yes, we were looking that up. All right. Uh, Jamie, GoFundMe is hope activated. Hope activated. GoFundMe, hope activated. There you go. Okay, and a, right, a little guys. picture with him with his little Hulk, the uh, Incredible right. Hulk paint on his face. Cute little kid, man. Hope he pulls yeah, through. Yeah, definitely. Hope he pulls through. All Absolutely. Right. Thank you, brother. All right, Andrew. guys. Thank you, Father no Andrews. Take care. All right, brother. Bye. All right. That's Father Andrews checking in on us. What a fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I should slap you from across this room right now. Uh oh hostile actors back. <laughs> I noticed you try to play hey, it happened. Hey, Jamie, that blame hey, Jamie, though, yeah, Jamie it's, it's all good because yeah, it happens. It. it happens. People misread things. And I'm, I'm, it, I'm, I'm just got, thinking of when you see always, me that is. I'm not always right. Like that, I'm so. always wrong. Like, Kenwood, that, like I apologize said, and I take the full blame. <laughs> like Kerwood said before, you know, if you don't have the right story, then he say, she say well, bullshit. I, I, you know what? In Hector's defense, he did start off the conversation by rumor has it. Exactly. But, you know, uh, we, we don't want to be known as the rumor. But they don't rumor, listen to once in a while, rumors do float around yeah. that we want to discuss and just to hear from the members what they think but we understand greg you want the facts we will try to get the facts to you sir i mean as you and can i see, understand he's, he's, a, just, he's a local 25 guy that defends uh sean o'brien we, we just no basically no killed a child on the air and we're very sorry for doing that that is messed up that's jamie's fault but he'll live with that for the rest of his life right. okay so i hope you sleep well tonight jamie but it's all good it yeah. happens man okay so um 
Uh, here we go. Well, the feeder, the feeder list in local 804 is moving. So that they're up correct. to the July 2001. And a lot of the a lot of the people on that list, which I all the BAs got a list of it, has no contact. So if you're in 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 no in the senior, no phone number yeah. to contact them to, they could have the uh, CDL permit get done before 45 days. So if you're in the year of 2000 and 2001, August 2001, starting right. from there. Yeah. From there, you, you, please check your check your BA to make sure that you're on that list for the feeder list. Uh, if you're if you haven't put your name back then. To get uh to be a feeder, then you're not gonna be on the list, obvious. But if you did and they have no contact, even at the hall, we have to we have the the, the Titan right. that uh, you have to have all your 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 correct address right. and your phone numbers there. So whenever you move, you have to call the hall to make sure we have the correct address so you that can get correct. the you know the proper paperwork to your house. So if you are in the year 2001 in July around that area and that's your seniority day, call your BA or speak to your BA, you might, your name might be on the, um, on, on the, the waiting list, list to go, right. right, to go to FIDA. All right. And as Tony Rosiglione says, please folks do not hold up the list. If you're accepting the job, just accept it. If you're not, you know, opt out, do what you got to do so we can keep the link, mo uh, the, the, the list moving. There is a link now instead of a letter. You need to do the following. That is uh, have a class A license with at least doubles and triples endorsements. You need to have the and, you know, get your get your um, get your permit. The permit is the most important thing because the local will help with you getting your license. But when you get what you got to go for when you get your license is that class A doubles and triples endorsements. You need um, pass the written test, which includes the uh, general knowledge part of the exam, air brake endorsement combination. And I mean, yeah, and doubles and triples. So uh, you have 45 days to get your permit. If you are undecided, speak to your brother's halves and make a decision. To your better halves, I'm sorry, and make a decision. If you decide not to take it right now, well, guess what? You're, You're going to be shit out of luck yeah. because they'll take you off the list. And there are currently just I over 2,000 members heck, left on the list. When the list is exhausted, you will get a chance to put your name back on it. That won't be at least for another 10 to 15 years. The list will is currently closed. No one could be added on. You will be working nights. You will be working Saturdays, Sundays. Don't count on an automatic. You will be bounced from building to building week to week. You will not get summer vacation. Yes, 20 years in feeders and that you are a rookie. So take the seniority chip Yo, off you your got, shoulder. You, you have to feeder learn how, is not to, for everyone. how to make a brief. Get make to your stewards so the they will notify the BA. And be safe. That is from Tony Rosiglio. You gotta learn how to make it brief, man. Don't, don't make the whole it damn brief. Thing. Yeah, stop brief, holding man. on the fucking list. I want to get on that feeder list. That's right. I want to go. You, did you put list. your name on that feeder I list? I put my name on the list, but when I got the clerk position, I had turned it down. It got up to my people. I was from the from the group that got in. I think when they first hit the two thousands. Uh, no, what was it? Two thousand? Uh, no. Yeah, Nobody I think don't want him 2000 in a or, or 99. Could you imagine him? You being in a trailer. 
a tractor and then all of a sudden he gets out and, and you go in and it smells like pure doodle. Come on, man. He's <laughs> farting in his whole damn truck. You mean Nobody like, don't want him you in mean, there. You mean you with your protein snacks and your <laughs> stinky ass shits uh, hold on, and hold your on. smelly contract Jamie book. is talking. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie is talking. He's got, he's got poop fingers on his, on his national that? master agreement. This is what we come to and talk about poop. <laughs> <laughs> Who shits the most? <laughs> oh, oh, I Man. Yeah, I hope the list do moves fast. I, I, I actually, uh, I'm looking forward to uh, going into feeders and and making the last days of my working for you, uh, you working for the company as a feeder driver or whatever it is. But uh, feeder drivers is a good job. I mean, if you're, I mean, if you're married, is a, is a problem because you're working all these crazy hours and, and then you go home and then you try to get some sleep. You know, you got to get used to that but, shit, and a lot of people can't get can't do it. Apparently, you got to get used. You might be bouncing from building to building too. Hey, you whatever. ain't gonna be. You might not be in one building all the time. I'll, I'll bounce from building to building and work whatever time they give me. I'll take it because yo, moving two tractor trailers for the whole fucking night. What the fuck? Right. Real quick, uh, another uh, fundraiser that we're doing. Thank you, Dave Carew, for reminding me. Uh, Tony Rasiglione is also holding that raffle for the Harley Davidson. It's a beautiful Harley Davidson 2016 Street Glide. It's beautiful. It's got the red. It's got it's got this uh, all the uh, trimmings. The it's got the luggages in the back. It's got the windscreen in the front. The shield. It's got chrome all around. Beautiful on, rims. Guy, so I mean, time. a really Get beautiful bike. So with this beautiful bike, it's a hundred dollar raffle ticket. It's a hundred dollars, and uh, this fundraiser is going to help Vinnie Perone, our president, become a trustee in the IBT with Sean O'Brien and Fred Zuckerman Slate. Our local 804 is finally going to get a seat at the table again. So again, folks, we got the Super Bowl boxes, 20 bucks a pop. We got the um, the 2016 Harley-Davidson Street Glide for a $100, $100 raffle or $10,000 in cash prize money. So it's up to you. You either get the $10,000 in cash prize money or you get a beautiful 2016 That, that raffle ends this month, right? Um, I don't see where the ending is. Is there a is there a date? I don't see that. I I think most of the stuff is at by the end of the month, no. And I know the Super Bowl obviously is after the Super Bowl. So I mean, listen, don't worry about when it's over. Just try to get in touch with either Tony or any of the other business agents. They'll they'll help you uh, get your hundred dollars in for that. Or call Hector. No, Fortis. don't call me. Call hostile Hector. He'll be waiting for you. He'll be waiting for your call. I have nothing well, to do well, with well, did, that. Did y'all did y'all hear about the guy with the with the with the rant? On the um, the, what's that? The ring. The oh ring camera? yes, I'm glad you bring that up. And, and Jamie, go ahead. We are gonna bring Talk it up, but let me it. let me just say answer question to Rich from uh, 11:30, whatever that means. So that's the center. Uh, yeah, the transfer list is now uh, being moved. I'm gonna be sitting down with a couple of uh, laborers for uh, whatever buildings they uh, represent versus the transfer list. Uh, I'm having a little uh, back and forth discussion with labor because they, you know, they want to do whatever they want to do. And As I'm usual. Not, I don't want and to you're do not having what, it. And I'm not because it's a seniority violation and I'm not going to violate somebody's seniority for a transfer. Now, let me let me explain to you about transfers and versus hardship transfers. A hardship transfer is the first priority because is is a member that needs to move closer to his home for some medical reasons is due to his parents himself his wife his kids and that's a hardship transfer 
And a lot of guys, you know, they call me, oh, you know, from the same center. This is your brother that has a hardship. He actually went through the process of getting a letter, getting a doctor's letter, doing all the medical stuff that sends to us to for his to get transferred to closer to his house to benefit for the medical. Right. A hardship. Right. Right. So. If the guy has 10 years on the job and you have 15 years on the job, yes, he has less seniority. But if he has a uh, a, a good hard transfer, a hardship transfer, I'm going to go with the hardship transfer to benefit that member. It's nothing to do with seniority at that point because this 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 particular thing, uh, you know, he, he, you you have kids and, and you're, you're, you're a single dad or whatever the case may be or your mother's ill and you need to be around that area to take in case something happened i'm i'm gonna go with the hardship transfer first before a a just you because you want to transfer but the company wants to be funny and with me i don't play that shit they're trying to deny this hardship? no they're not trying to deny it. they they are gonna approve it okay. it's already approved i just got to make the transaction okay. happen this week but you know as far as like 43rd street with the volume is down Right, so I know that's been an issue. So they want to they want to transfer guys out of there, right? With you know into other buildings before coming through the transfer list. Without that, seniority, well, get the fuck out of no. here! I told him no. He go he oh well, we're gonna lay off. I said go ahead. It's a chain reaction to a layoff, you know, because those guys you try to lay off, they're gonna fucking start bumping everywhere. Yeah. It's gonna be a bumping grind everywhere. Mm-hmm. But anyway, they 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 say oh well you know I don't want to go we don't we don't have to go to jam because I trying to find these guys work. No 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 no. You, you know, know what, Hector? You're, you're going to do transfers the right way. You know what, Hector? Mm. I don't see nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. Well, that's what they want. That's what I said. <laughs> but that's not going to happen. Uh, the transfer list is going to be moving uh, uh, right now. They uh, desperate need people in Forster, actually. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to have a couple of guys transfer to well, Forster. We're we, we, we supposed to be having a guy transfer out of Forster. Out of my center. To go where? For, to the Bronx, I believe. I, and that's not even a problem. They need people in the Bronx, and I don't understand. But, they, you know, one. it was because that's going to be an easy one because I'm going to transfer, like, seven guys to the force and for one guy, you know, trade it off or yeah. whatever the case may be. But for in the contract, it says for every two higher. You're saying we need guys, and how come they don't make Are you getting some tech? of these 22 fours? How come they don't make some of these twenty two fours on RPCDs? Well, uh, that comes down with the uh, the the twenty five percent threshold. Remember, because uh, he's saying that they need they need um RPCDs. I'm I'm, a, I'm assuming RPCDs and you have to do RPCDs first though. You can't just take twenty two fours and throw them into the RPCD position. They have to have reached the twenty five percent threshold, and those jobs got to go to full time. I'm assuming that they reach that if they don't have RPCDs. They, would they got still, a whole bunch of But if you got floors. guys waiting on a transfer list, you have to bring those guys first because those guys have the rights to those jobs. Um, real quick, Dave Carew said it was the 31st. So is, the is end of that raffle, he's not done. Is that true? Listen, listening to this guy is like, I don't know. I feel like I'm speaking to the wall here. <laughs> Jesus, please, Lord, if you are listening, help us get through to Jamie Haynes today. He has been But, he's, but he's not done. But, but he's, I'm, 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 
I think they should make the 22 Fords become RPCDs. They There's should. More than enough. When they get past the 25 percent threshold, that means they're more. They, so they, you're that means that they you have wanna, more than enough. So you want to avoid they the contract? More, no, no. You're saying you want to avoid the contract? That's in the contract. If they have uh, over the 20, uh, <laughs> let's get ready. 25 percent. 25 percent. If they need more RPCDs, that means they're above the 25 percent. But if you have that means they need to make them 22 RPCDs. They shouldn't have to go to another building. That is incorrect. They shouldn't have to go to another building to get RPCDs. They should make those 22 floors RPCDs. So you're telling me? No, no, no. Listen to what you're saying. Listen to what you're saying, Jamie. Jamie, listen to what you're saying. So you got a 22-4 that has three years on the job. Listen to what you're saying. I'm not done talking. Listen. Yes, it does matter. The years do matter. You have a member that has 20 years with the company that's been waiting to transfer from another building. To satisfy them having RPCDs, that means you got to go get RPCDs from another building. No, you're talking about a man who's waiting to transfer over. He has the right to that job before a 22-4 who has one year on the job. He can still transfer. After you make these 22 fours, absolutely RPCDs. not. That is not the way that works. You're defeating the purpose of making RPCDs 22 fours RPCDs. No, then. that is not defeating the purpose. You make Again. them RPCDs and then you do the transfers. Okay, so ah. obviously we're having a debate yeah, we're here. Have a debate. Jamie's wrong as usual, debate. but I will take it from the members. How many members feel? That if the company reaches the 25% threshold, should, those, should they fill those jobs with members that have been waiting to transfer to that particular facility who, who have been on the job for over 15 to 20 years in comparison to a member who has been a 22-4 for under a year to two years that should get that RPCD position. It's not so I'm leaving it up to the members to make a decision. When if you, you guys want, please text in the chat room. When please you call the, the show. 24 RPCDs. So you make them RPCDs. I disagree, sir. I do want That's that threshold again, to be so broken. So you're going to leave them as 22 fours. No, not at all, because you're not going to be able to fill the whole gap. So when I, a seven-year or I don't an, care if you have 20 years. These are, these so you don't care fours, about seniority is what no, you're saying. So seniority fours, doesn't matter to you, Jamie. So seniority doesn't matter to you, Jamie. Is that what you're telling me it's right now? No, man. it is unbelievable what I'm hearing. I'm hearing from you that seniority doesn't matter. RPCDs. So why are you going to another building and getting RPCDs? So now you're going to keep these guys as a 22 fours forever. No, that is incorrect because they can't just keep so transferring. When they come Once to the Boston, members that are transferred are transferred. That building's going to get RPCDs and these guys in Boston are never going to make RPCDs. They're going to always be 22 fours. Let's start with Joe Doherty. You're absolutely absolutely right tony. i say i say seniority you guys slap rules. each other you're absolutely right tony seniority rules they get the transfer before the 22 4 pot comes fight, up fight fight fight, no fight, 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 fight 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 i have danny cross calling in oh yes thank god danny cross please danny cross could you please chime in here? i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna i want to give you guys i just want to give you guys a heads up on something yes. okay I, I had a part-timer this year 
okay? Yes. When it became a 22-4, yes. he wants to transfer to Yorktown. He's unable to get a transfer to Yorktown. That is he will become He will become the first RPCD once the national building hits its threshold, which is probably going to be in a couple of weeks. Okay. okay? Then he would be eligible to right. be transferred up to right. Yorktown due to the fact that he's an RPCD right. and he's got 14 years. That's the way it's going to work. That's correct. Okay, so I know you guys are all yelling back and forth, but just so I wanted, I wanted to call and let you know that we have a situation similar, but he, he's as a twenty-two-four, he cannot be transferred. Right. But once he, he goes to the top of the list, because he'll be the top, the first RPCD made in natural. Okay, and once he goes to that list, he's eligible for that transfer to York. And how many years does this twenty-two-four have? He's got, he had 14 years part-time. He's a 14-year employee, Jamie. That is 100% correct. That is nothing wrong with that. Fours and Forster had 14 years? Okay, well, You're missing the point. No, you're missing the point. I'm talking about seniority. So if a 14-year drive... Fight, fight, fight. Fight. I, I just want to punch him in his fucking face. Guys, you can enjoy your argument. I'll talk to you later. He's Bye-bye. missing. Uh, he's missing thank the you, point. Yo, punch him in his fucking no, face. He's missing the point. Listen to the point. What is My the point? My point is Danny just said it. No, no. Well, that's that's a different class. That's a different scenario. My point is. I will punch him in his face. My point is. Twenty-two. I will punch him in his face. My. This is my point. When you reach that threshold, the twenty-two-four, you're supposed to move twenty-two-fours up to become RPCDs. That's it. Not supposed to. Hector's <laughs> gonna should. run out of sound effects if it happens. <laughs> you should. So now, uh, when the twenty-two reach that right? threshold, uh-huh. so now they're not going to become. Or RPCD. That's correct. Because you're going to go get people from other buildings to fill it. Wrong. Which is, which is, you're wrong about that. Thank you, but Hector. that's what's going on. Explain I'm going to tell you, I'm going to explain to you about Thank that. Thank you. Thank you, Hector. So that's what he just said. Anyone that... Not what I just no, said, no. but okay. So if you're saying that the transfers, that is the regular driver that's transferring to your building, right? And that guy, that 22-4 is waiting for a position for that regular uh, position? That's what you're saying? He... And, we're talking and, about the threshold, right? The thre- so, 20, if we're at, let's say he's let's worried say that the transfers, we're at twenty-eight percent, twenty-five. All right. Well, well we got, we got per center. Per, I mean, per, per building, building, per building. Let's say we we get above that. So now they so suppo- they supposed to make some positions them. to RPCD. No, for, no, it's supposed, supposed to happen. To, all right. It happens with so it, that's in, what I'm up in the about. Bronx. That's what happened. They went over right. the 25%, and I moved everybody from the top seniority. They went right into regular package driving. Right. They went from old. That's what I'm they went from, I have nothing to do with the transfer. They I went from 22-4s to old 300 drivers, which is regular drivers. RC. Right. Okay. So what I'm saying is. So what are you saying? If, if you reach that threshold and they need RPCDs, the 22-4 is supposed to move up because they're above that 25%. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not no, talking about the transformers. No, no. You now 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 you're you're skipping seniority. Yep. Thank you. And seniority is the best thing how, that you how have. How am here. I skipping seniority? Because you're telling me, you're telling me And he's the one running the You're transfer. telling me to to not transfer a guy that's been waiting for a transfer Thank you. Thank with you. twenty that years on point. the job or fifteen years on the job. Wait, wait, wait. Let me finish. Mm-hmm. You're telling me not to transfer a guy with fifteen years on the job. Wait. 
22 Forster or whoever, whatever center, just because no, the 22 no, Forster no, no, should no, be no. up there no, in no, the regular no, no, package you're missing, driver. You're missing the point. Oh what am I God. missing? The point. The what point, am I missing? Yeah. You're going to get me hostile now. Listen to what get I'm him, saying. You have to listen. Hostile Hector's back. You have to listen. If a building has a certain amount of 22 Fours, and once they reach that certain amount, they're supposed to move some 22 Fours up to all PCDs. Yeah, yeah we get that. We, that we got should, that. That should happen automatically. That should, should happen have automatically. Nothing to do with, with the, the transfer. transfers. So you do that first, and then you still do the transfers. You can still move those guys over. That has nothing to do with the transfers. That, it, so it so, so how about if the 22 about, I'm not going to stop right. a seniority transfer to promote a 22 Ford to a regular driver. Thank if you. That's what you're saying, Thank right? Thank you. It's that, not going to happen. That's exactly what he's saying. It's not going to happen. Shouldn't you move? Shouldn't you promote the You're talking about a year or two. In that seniority bracket with the 22-4, a year or two, because 22-4s now are either a year or two on the job. But you're going to tell me I'm going to I'm supposed to stop a 15-year guy that wants to transfer to Brooklyn. So you're, for, saying, you're saying that a 22-4 moving up to an RPCD is going to stop somebody from transferring? Dave Carew says, thank you, Hector. Fake news, Jamie. You're, Hector is going it, to it, run out of sound effects from Brett Kerwood. Jamie needs to be walked out. RB804. Wait, wait. Jamie, you're being I'm, walked wait, out. Wait, wait. He's, LP, he's security. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get... Security! <laughs> I'm going to knock his fucking ass moving up to RPCD? It has nothing to do with the transfer. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't affect the transfer list. But so, I'm but not going to... But no, no. Listen to me what the company's trying to do. Right. The, tra the company is trying to move all these 22-4s to different buildings from 43rd Street because there's no work there. I, that's not my problem. Mike, but that's not what I'm speaking about. My problem is that you're going to move the seniority guys that on the transfer list to go to that building before you move a 22-4. Right, that is right, correct. Right. That's not what I'm speaking about. That's exactly what you're speaking about. No. You literally said that in the same listening. words. So what am I different? Wait, wait, time out. You, what are we getting wrong? Oh, what are we missing? I want to know missing. what we're missing. What are we missing? The people are on the same page with us. They're I'm not talking about them going to another building. I'm not talking about... Oh, what I'm Jesus talking about, Christ. you talking about 22-4s going to another building. I'm not talking no, about that. No, we're not talking about 22-4s going to another building. It's the building. same thing. They can't. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Not, can't transfer. It's, it's the same. All right. You this is. Listen. Le listen. Let me explain it to you, and then you tell me if I'm if I'm, if I'm not catching it right. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yes, please. <laughs> All right. Ready? Please. All right. Here we go. Here we go. So twenty-two fours in your building, right? Right. You're only allowed to have twenty-five percent in right. each building, correct? Right. So you went over the twenty-five percent. Right. So some of them gets moved up to O three hundred numbers, which is they become regular drivers, correct? Right. Now they become regular drivers. They're at the bottom of the list of the regular list because they got no seniority, correct? Now, if you transfer drivers that want to go to that building, is nothing to do with the twenty-two fours getting promoted. What I see what you're saying is that if you transfer these guys, they will never have the chance to get promoted because they're going to have enough uh, regular drivers that they don't need to get past the 25% threshold. But that's not my fucking problem. That's too bad. That's the way it works. The seniority rules, yeah. brother. So, the 25% so is so meant and gone. Seniority rules. I, I didn't put that language in the fucking right. book, the 22-4. That was but, the IBT. But, but, they did their shit. They fucked that shit up. They did that 22-4 and the company's running with it. So right. we're so not what, so what I'm saying is What are you saying, this Jamie? This is what I'm saying to you, Hector. Oh, just to Hector this time? Yeah, just to Hector. Because now he's now, now he's now he now I complicated what, it more. Right. What I'm saying is 
<laughs> you don't know what the fuck he's saying. Before you do the transfer, shouldn't you make? Shouldn't you do the twenty-two fours? No. Wait, wait, no. Wait. Listen, listen, Hector. Listen, he wants listen. to know. Shouldn't you, Hector? Hold on. Shouldn't Before you? Before you do the transfers, even though your transfer is going to happen regardless. No. No. Not no, if they don't no, need them. No, Jamie, if what you're no, saying is correct, no, once they reach no, the 20, let's say we're over the no, 25% and what you want I is for the RPC no, uh, 22 no. 4 to make the RPCD and then right. Hector do the transfer. Right. But see, the problem is now that tr that 22 4 has the position that the transfer was coming to get. So he can't have it no longer Tra and he's got more time. So did that guy deserve to get in there so before him who's been waiting to come for four or five years that he's been on a transfer list waiting to come over? Come on, Jamie. It's pretty simple. Think about so it. So let me ask you a question. I'm Jesus gonna I'm Christ. gonna put you I'm gonna put you in your shoes. You want to transfer to Nassau? I, 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 I get let it. Me, let me let I, me, I, me, I, 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 get, I think we got him finally. I think I, he understands. I, 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 I just want you I to think he's got. Let's to pretend. Let's let's play pretend here. I was, right, I was under you have how many years? How right. many years you got you, on? You, I'm, I'm under the impression that the transfers when you do your transfers, mm -hmm. they're gonna happen regardless whether you need that need that drive over there or not. They're gonna happen because you're doing the transfers. So that's what I'm I'm going off for. I just don't want to stop the 22-4 from moving up to be a regular driver because you're bringing somebody over first. I wanted the 22-4 to move up first and then the transfer come over. So no. that way it's already no. done. No. That's what I'm saying. No. That's not going to happen. Right. I'm not going to stop cool. a transfer guy with seniority because of 22-4. I'm waiting for him to move up to a 0300. That's, that is not going to happen as long as I'm in charge of the transfer list. Sorry. Thank you. Are we done, Jamie? Hey, I'm done, man. All right. It is what it I, is. Listen, I, I feel your pain. Do you, feel, do you feel it's wrong? I do. Okay, so how many years you got on? I, I don't think I think. Hey, I'm asking you a question. How many years you have on? It's not. I think we're. I think we're. How many years you have on? You're not listening. Look, wait, wait. You're not listening to me. <laughs> I asked you a question first. I have 18 years. Okay, you got 18 I, years. You want to wait? Wait, wait. You I bought a house. You bought a house in Nassau, right? You bought I, a house. Wait, wait listen that. to oh Hector. I understand that. I think we're we're miscommunicating. That's Somebody what it is. Says, I think you. Do we have a gap? I think I'm explaining it wrong, and I think. You're explaining something to me wrong. That's what I think it is. I don't. I don't think we're. I, I think we're, we're. We're talking about two different things. Okay, That's so can I? What it is. All right. Can I talk now? So you have yeah, 18 you years on the job. You put your yourself in the transfer list to Nassau because you're you're planning to buy a house in Nassau, correct? So I'm just putting a scenario in. You have 18 years. You put your 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 name on the list five years ago. All right, before your 18 years. Now here it comes. You're 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 closing on your house. You bought a house in Nassau. Now you're traveling from Nassau to Brooklyn. Okay, your list, your number comes up. Your your name comes up to go to the to Nassau now. So you want me to stop you from going to Nassau no, because that, of your see, seniority? That's, that's, no, because the twenty two four, it's got to make it to the old three hundred. No. Fuck that. That's not gonna happen. That's, that's you're not, gonna get the first bit. That's uh, not what I'm saying. That's why. There's miscommunication. That's not what I'm saying. He's saying once I, the 25% threshold is met, he wants the 24-24s to get in right away. And I, I'm under the impression that the transfers happens regardless. No. I'm under the impression that transfers are going to happen. happen. Whatever as far transfers as need. you're doing. Wait, let me speak. But let you know speak. there's a list for let that. Me, there's a reason there's a list, Jamie, right, because me. it's per building how much they need. So, if, for example, okay, Hector right, says Brush go, Avenue. Right, you get it? So, Brush Avenue, there's a need for drivers there. So, anybody needs to go to Brush Avenue. 
Avenue, Hector can fill those spots because there's plenty of people that are willing to go. Foster Avenue, unfortunately, a lot of people work at Foster Avenue. A lot of people want to be at Foster. So Foster's not an easy building to get into. Members with high seniority only. So any 22 fours, especially at Foster Avenue, who are getting close to beyond that threshold, right. uh, he's got to make those transfers first before those jobs are available. Okay, to I, go. I, I didn't know they only get transferred if... They need a drive over. Right. I, I didn't, that's what I didn't know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They're not just going to put you in a building just because you want to go. <laughs> I wish well, it was that way. Well, so, so, you're, so that's so why that you get on a list and you wait. So what I'm saying is Foster needs seven people. So wherever they're coming from, that means they don't need that drive over there? Say that again? So Forster, let's say Foster no. needs seven people. So if someone no. is coming from the Bronx, no. so does that mean they don't need that's what no. they don't need that driver no, there? No, 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 no. The transfer list is for a person like myself that live in Queens, and I started my career in the Bronx. Okay, and I and been going over that bridge for how many right. years? Right, going across that bridge, paying that toll. But I want to be closer to not going over that bridge. I want a better, you know. I want to save on tolls. I want to. Uh, if I bought a house in the Bronx, that'd be different. But if I bought a house in Queens and I want to stay in Queens, I want to travel. That's where you get on the transfer list. Right. Correct. You get on the transfer list, and we do it by in seniority, seniority order. order. So now so when my driver comes down, it doesn't mean because it, it, question, does, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean Jimmy. that the center manager from Forster calls me and says I need seven drivers, get yeah, me no. seven drivers right. somewhere. No, it goes by the list. So right. that leaves a spot open so, now in the other building where okay. he left, and now he can fill that position with a guy who wants to go to that building, or they'll but, fill it with the RPCD. Maybe if they can't get nobody, let's say there's nobody on the list for transfer and nobody wants to go to that building, then an RPCD uh, of okay. 22-4 can move up into that position. Okay. Okay. All right. All right so. Uh, real quick, this year's Christmas parties, they were pretty much canceled all over the local because nobody was able to do anything. Um, it was pretty sad. So most uh, people are going to take whatever money, I guess, and put it towards the next Christmas party. I was honestly considering uh, uh, asking my business agent for the, mom for the money so he can send it to one of the pizza places near us, write a check to them, and then have like this huge pizza party for some of our local sort. That's something maybe people could consider. Or maybe just holding on to the money and saving it for the next party are they gonna allow is the i have a problem with that with what with with that with a pizza party yeah only because of the fact that i don't like what what management does when they do they breakfast only for drivers type of shit right and it's going to be almost the same thing. Oh, this piece, you're not going to have enough pizza. And you're going to say, well, this is only for the drivers. And then you got part-timers that are regular members. I have a, I have a big problem Well, with I that. would do it for my local sort. It would be like the clerks, the car washers. It would be some of the inside, uh, all the young inside employees, the unloaders. The, I mean, the, the kids that offload the trucks, the, the package cars, the kids that unload, that load up the trailers. That's what I would be doing it for. I mean, every shop steward is given 300 bucks, so he can anybody can decide to do with it what they want. So if the, the, the shop stewards want to do breakfasts for their members, they'll do it by center. If the local sorters and the stewards for the, that local store want to do a, a party and they want to just give it a pizza party, it's up to you. Or some people are actually saving the money and putting it towards the following year. Um, also, if anybody's interested in doing something like a flower fund, Dave Carew brought this up. Uh, there's In his building, they have a flower fund where they chip in money 
and especially now in times where people are passing away because of COVID and families are going through, you know, uh, uh, people passing away of cancer or whatever the situation is, and the family is down and the, the, they can take this money, put it together and give it to somebody or a family that's in need because they lost their loved one, uh, whether the mother of the man passed away or the woman passed away, uh, whether it be somebody passed away of COVID to help out the family, the driver, the part-timer, whoever it is. You might want to consider doing this in some of your buildings. Have a flower fund available where everybody chips in a few dollars to build it to a certain amount of money. This way they can give a nice chunk of change over to that family. Hey, you're going to need a flower fund because this ain't over. Oh, it's over. And I also want to I also want to put it out there. This 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 is back and forth going on on Facebook with this A-Rod guy. Oh, uh, I know, I know. Uh, there we go. We're uh, almost finished the show. But you know what? I want to hear the truth because he keeps saying the truth will come out. I want to hear the truth and I want to hear it here on the What the Heck show here on Union Power Radio. And please bring Tom Murphy. I'm dying for Tom Murphy to call in and see what he's going to do better for this union. He didn't do shit the last 3 years. What he's gonna do now? Maybe he does something better that you know will 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 we'll have the members vote for him. But anyway, uh, this a yeah. If you want to put out the truth, come on, come on this platform and put out the truth. I would love to hear from you. I will. Uh, the members would love to hear what the hell you're talking about because I want to know what you're talking. I'm desperately, I'm dying to hear the truth. What is the truth here on Union Power Radio? All right, everybody. As usual, you can hear us on Spotify. You can lower that a little bit. You can hear us on Spotify, iTunes. You can go on Google Play, Automatic.com. All the pod, all the podcasts are available. Uh, we have up to what you say, sixty-six shows now. Sixty-seven is 60, today's episode. Sixty-seven. Sixty-seventh episode today. I want to thank all the listeners, all uh, that have been listening for all this time, and as always, solidarity. Stay united. We're here to put the U back in union. Peace. That's it. You're done. You're done. You're, that's all you got to say is peace. That's it. All right. I'm still Listen, mad. Thank you for listening to the What the Heck Show here on Union Power Radio. Here is where it's at. We ain't going nowhere. Next episode, 68. And we'll see you next two weeks from now. Thank you and have a good Sunday. It's all. Power Radio, every other Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with your hosts, Tony Rosario and Jamie Hayes.